In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... Madam Speaker... Madam Vice President. You want to hang out with us? Get your vaccine. Vaccine, vaccine. And so I went to Human Resources. There are some things I just can't tell you uh, on air. The Betches Sup Podcast. A woman's problem, if you will. Hello, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Caitlin Bird. And this is the Betches Sup Podcast, where C-SPAN meets the group chat to help you process and laugh at the biggest topics in U.S. news and politics. Today, we're going to talk about policing women's bodies in all manner of ways. Very prolific on this planet. (laughs) We'll start with a recent spate of sexist incidents involving female athletes at the Olympics and otherwise. And we're going to end with a discussion about Texas's new abortion law. I'm sure some of our listeners have heard about this fleetingly and been panicked. And um, I don't think we're going to do anything to alleviate that panic, but it definitely is like it's an interesting energy to bring to the abortion fight. (laughs) But first, but first, I could not not mention this today. Today in the climate crisis, New York is experiencing its worst air quality in years after wildfires out West sent a dense layer of smoke to drape multiple cities, the whole tri-state area, maybe where you're living to 3000 miles away. Apparently being outside yesterday in the tri-state area, at least was like smoking eight cigarettes. And I keep saying the tri-state area because we are not close to where the fires are. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, I found that thing about the eight cigarettes out after I like hung out on a roof yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> so that's not good. How are you feeling? Um, I mean, I, you know, <laughs> I've smoked eight cigarettes in the past, so uh, my lungs have have been prepped for it, but, uh, not good finding out that the smog, cause it was like visible smog in the city yesterday. And finding out that that was the fires really scared me. It really scared me too. It was one of those things I felt found really difficult to process. Like it's yeah. unhealthy. I mean, especially also while there's, I mean, it's not like there's a disease of the lungs circulating across the, the nation still. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it can't be good to like diminish people's lung capacity during like a respiratory a pandemic of a respiratory infection. I, I kind of feel like this is one of those headlines that you see like in the run up to like, it's like in the early seconds of a (laughs) movie where they're trying to like, let you know what happens. So you understand what, what the new paradigm is. And I'm like, this is not good. (laughs) Right. I don't even know how they're going to make dystopian movies after this year. No, I like, we're going to get to documentaries. (laughs) (laughs) I know we're going to talk more about the bootleg fire, but it's like what they're describing is going on with the bootleg fire. is like how they describe the surface of Jupiter. Like just (laughs) like, it's not, it does not sound good. Yesterday, we were like kind of roasting Bezos for like, why does he think people don't want to live on Earth anyway? Well, 
I mean, I guess everybody's going to be roasted on earth if we don't find another solution. So yeah, that's true. Wouldn't it be great if he spent his billions of dollars making earth more habitable instead of, you oh, know, did you hear what he said when he came back? He was like, no, 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 y'all. What we do is we send all of the emissions to space. He said the dumbest shit yesterday. It was like he went up there. <sighs> it's like he took an edible before he did the whole thing. And you know what? If he did, I would respect that, actually, because if I was like, do more. It, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. <laughs> I, I would ask, yeah, I mean, like, you can't just go into, you know, fine. I'll, I'll give him a pass on that. And that, that would actually be more human than the acquiring billions of dollars to achieve what Alan Shepard did. But 60 years later. Right. It would yeah. actually make Jeff Bezos more relatable. I found that that argument, like, I mean, yesterday was just, it was a fun day on the internet because mm-hmm. we all just collectively, we haven't had a common enemy for like literally like seven months. I mean, since Trump left and I, I because of the wall to wall coverage, I, I was very glad to be reminded that like, to be clear, what they did yesterday has, is, is, has been done. It's old news. Like they just shot themselves as Elise says real high. <laughs> well, yes. And can I just say, shockingly enough, like, Bezos there he does have his stands because I posted a video oh, I where I as a comedian am joking about how they went up high and I don't really count it as going fully to space and I have bros in my mentions being like actually the technical definition of space is when you get to this area and you are fucking stupid and I am a genius man and I'm like what the fuck is wrong with you there's actual psychopaths, actual Ugh. true psychos caping for Jeff Bezos. I really how's that food taste? Like, <laughs> literally, because I really didn't think like Jeff Bezos is such a common enemy that I was like, I can post like a video joking about Jeff Bezos and it's going to be fine. Yeah, I was doing I was trying to track like some like last month, like I was trying to track like we track everything we post. And so I was trying to figure mm-hmm. out like what might've been causing us to lose followers. Cause that's pretty unusual for us. And actually there were like a couple of Bezos posts last month that people were like, no, on un- un- Adeline, that is not a good faith attack on Jeffrey Be- Bezos, who I would also just like to add. And I promise we will move on. I think there are a lot of probably very rich men that are probably like decent people to be around, but with more visibility of Jeff Bezos, he looks like such an obnoxious person to be around. He's always like cackling and howling at his own jokes. <laughs> Nothing redeemable. Like, move on. Find somebody else to stand. There's no such thing as a benevolent billionaire. It, it's impossible. Like the, the the to get to that place. Like the amount of like you just you just have like isolated yourself from humanity in so many ways. That like, I mean, what, who is going to tell Jeff Bezos he's unfunny? Like, it's like no one like hanging out with with President Obama. Like no one calls him by his first name anymore. There are like four people left in the world who actually call him his first name or nicknames or like talk to him like he's a human being. And everyone else is like stands when he walks into a room. That shit will fuck with your head. And uh, Jeff Bezos is the same place now. Like what was the last time he had to like cook a meal? or take out trash or literally do anything for himself. He probably has like a full blown, like uh, coming to America, rose petal situation happening. Yeah. (laughs) And meanwhile, like the, 
like average, I was, I was reading this today. Like the average Amazon worker salary is like $30,000 a year. Crazy. Um, Median. <laughs> like, I can't believe you uh, said that yesterday. That was. I Well, yeah. He, so he had that quote yesterday where he was like, Amazon workers and customers, you paid for this. And it's like, buddy, that sucks. Like you're, that's how disconnected from right. the world he is that he thinks people want to hear that. And it's not like grotesque and bizarre. Right. Like, I mean, even you saw, if you watch that video again, watch his brother's reaction. You can tell his brother's like, what? And then the woman next to him is like, she literally gasps. So like, I was trying to read that. Like, is he trying to be a troll or did he think that that was what people wanted to hear? He was being generous to all the little people who I can't believe that things possible. Yeah, that was the biggest tell I think he has ever shown. I know. Thank you so much for working uh, like nine hour shifts with no benefits and having to piss in a bottle so that I can go to space in a big penis. I was just walking around. It was like seeing people in 90 degree weather schlep those goddamn like huge Amazon things on their bikes, not even their e-bikes. Well, this man is in fucking space was just I mean, up high. A pie. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. He's simply a pie. <laughs> He's simply a pie. So I do wonder from a pie. I mean, presumably this weather is intense enough that he might have seen it because more than 80 wildfires are currently scorching across 13 Western states, according to the National Interagency Fire Center. The bootleg fire is in Oregon and it's already burned an area half the size of Rhode Island. I feel like we keep hearing these massive areas of land that are burning and I feel like we're going to run out of space. And I think that's the emergency. But this particular Mm -hmm. fire, it's creating its own weather. My understanding is that when extreme heat pushes up the air too fast, clouds are created that cause thunderstorms and lightning. And what does that lightning do? It can potentially cause more fires. So one scientist, this is a super dystopian quote, told CNN, normally the weather predicts what the fire will do. In this case, the fire is predicting what the weather will do. I just found out what 30% chance of rain means. I just found it out. Oh, no. Yeah, see, this is what I'm talking about, surface of Jupiter shit. Like, that's not correct. I learned the name of the cloud is called a pyrocumulus cloud, which just made me like, you know, like when you're a little kid and you have to like learn about the different types of clouds. And I'm like, are our kids going to have to learn about like, and this is the fire cloud. (laughs) We have, we have, we took, we lost a planet and added a, cloud a horrible scary <laughs> cloud <laughs> yeah i wasn't it even going to endeavor to pronounce that good job elise pyrocumulus baby <laughs> i actually feel more frustrated because i remember as a kid us being like so upset about like the ozone layer and rain <laughs> and how we were told like this <laughs> and what was crazy was we actually collectively sat down and solved it like there, the whole over Australia has closed. There is no more hole in the ozone layer. We stopped using the chemicals that were creating it. We all agreed to stop doing it. Acid rain has declined as a, a possibility. And then climate change happened. Everyone was like, well, guess we can't do nothing now. And I was like, what? what? It's just been this way for like 30 years. Just mm-hmm. 30, 30 years since Captain Planet was like, the power is yours. And that's like, <laughs> no, the power is not ours. The power is Fire's nobody's apparently. <laughs> nope. Nope. The power actually belongs to the cloud of fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Pyrocumulus. 
really rough. Hopefully the media will start to pay a little bit more attention to uh, what's happening on earth rather than the billionaires in space, which I mean, billionaire space in race, the just sky. in the sky. Nice. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> we are changing the narrative. We, we have are to change the narrative. We are taking, we are taking charge of this because this is, you know, a lie told often enough. Soon it's the big lie, the big lie that Jeff Bezos went to space. (laughs) It's the medium lie. It's the The big lie. The big lie, and the medium lie is that Jeff Bezos went to space. He He just went up high. He just went up high. He just went on a real high plane ride. Hey, American Fever Dream listeners, I'm here to tell you that there is no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Because now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone for any occasion. And it's easy. You just tap or click Gift Mode in your Etsy app or Etsy.com and then answer a few questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And Gift Mode instantly gives you a curated gift idea list based on hundreds of personas. Now it is simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So whether you need a Mother's Day gift for the quilter or a birthday present for the vintage hunter, there is something for everyone on Etsy. Some of my favorite things to do are go to Etsy gift mode and then search absurd things like what kind of gifts do you have with Walter Cronkite on them? What kind of gifts do you have for dachshund owners? There's jewelry, ceramic, toys, board games, all kinds of fun stuff. A gifting moment is always right around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try gift mode on Etsy now. Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So for our next topic, the Norwegian women's beach handball team, not a topic of conversation I thought we'd ever have, but they are, they are on a mission and they have been fined 1500 euro for declining to wear bikini bottoms. And this team has been spending 15 years trying to reform the dress code policy. So the International Handball Federation mandates female players wear bikini bottoms with, quote, a close fit and cut on an upward angle toward the top of the leg. The only reason I read that quote is because like, I don't know anything. Anytime you're telling me to wear something cut at an upward angle, I'm like, are you buying me dinner? What are you talking about? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's like, um, like a Baywatch bikini, like a high cut. Right. Right. Like such that like, 
I mean, and such that you would, this is why they don't want to wear it. They're like, it exposes us too much. I mean, it, it looks similar to what beach volleyball players generally wear. And there are plenty of volleyball players who say that they like that handball seems to be a mix of like every single sport, but it looks a lot like volleyball, but there's also a goal and goalies, especially like I'm going to put some pictures of the uniforms on our feed later, but I didn't want to put the ones up that they like clearly don't like how they look because they're performing in a serious athletic event and they're jumping around and straddling like, and they're like, we don't want like our fucking tampon strings going to fall out. Like we don't yeah. want to do that. They say I they can't feel... even stand up in my bathing suit. I'm just like, <laughs> not like exposing myself. Like I'm not going to play handball at a high level. <laughs> like Right. Handball <laughs> sounds intense. So players say, like we say, they feel needlessly exposed in the small garments while like maneuvering, just Google it, Google handball. And, and you'll see it like it, you would not, maybe you would, but I know I wouldn't want to be playing a, a sport that way. I don't know if anybody, I don't know if the person with the most body confidence in the world would necessarily want to do that. They don't want to do this. They have been asking for 2006 to just wear tight shorts instead. And they have repeatedly been told no. So they've spoken out about this in recent weeks to bring attention to the issue. And I mean, I think they planned all of this so that people like us would be talking about it, but I'm mm-hmm. happy to do that. It's an issue. So <laughs> <laughs> on Sunday, they defied the, the rule. They knew that they were defying it and they wore shorts. They wore very tight shorts that I also probably would expose myself in. But each Norwegian player was fined 150 euro. And the head of the Norwegian Handball Federation says they're going to pay the fine. So it's a $1,500 fine for the whole, the whole group. My favorite part about this might be how the handball federation responded. Uh, a spokeswoman basically told the New York times, she doesn't know why the rule exists, but that nobody else has complained. She said, quote, globally, we know that other countries like to play in bikinis, for example, especially in South America. That's there. We don't know okay. why the rule is, but in some places it's hot. So it's better. Who, who cares? I, I can't, I'm so confused about how this has anything to do with the bodily autonomy of the women who are saying that they do not want to do this and that there's no, there, if you could argue, okay, there's a man, uh, maneuverability reason. Like if someone's like, I don't feel comfortable wearing like a skin type body suit, but I'm a luge person. Yeah. Like, well, I'm sorry. Luge just, just is going to require a skin type body suit. It's the only way you can play the sport. Like, yeah, it's super I'm dangerous. Very sorry. Got, like... You have air resistance. It will undermine your performance. That makes perfect sense. And I'm sorry, yeah, I wouldn't have to say like, yes, you're going to have to wear a skin tight suit. But you don't need to wear bikini bottoms. They look just no. fine wearing the shorts. So what what is happening here? Oh, South Americans do it. South Americans do a lot of shit that Norwegians don't do. <laughs> They're different. <laughs> so so what, 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 why are you bringing up some other people? Brazilians <laughs> I don't like it. Brazilians like waxes in different ways too. Do I have to get a Brazilian wax just because it's popular and named after a country? It's outrageous. Yes, precisely. <laughs> precisely. It's it's bizarre. I mean, that's the thing. It serves no like actual athletic purpose. And obviously the men can wear shorts. There are no, I mean, the men's shorts, they can't be particularly long. Maybe there are safety concerns about like flying fabric, but I am a little confused about this because I was as I was looking at pictures of this, there are pictures of the Norwegian team competing with like the Jordanian team, for instance, and they are wearing shorts. So maybe there is only a religious exemption or maybe the Jordanians are just like, we're not even going to fuck with you. Like we're just going to show up in shorts and they don't get fined, but obviously they're bringing a lot of attention to this. But the same day that this story came out, we found out that uh, a Paralympian named Olivia Breen had a similar experience, but she was shamed because she wanted 
to wear small bottoms. A female official in England told Paralympian sprinter and long jumper Olivia Breen that her regulation running briefs were too revealing and to buy shorts instead. We don't have a picture of this, but they, they were. They're the same short. They're like briefs, like if you wore a bathing suit. She was confused because she says she always wears these. She always had. They conform to regulations. And it was especially hot that day. And she noted that male athletes were taking their shirts off to compete, which is against the rules. That's not part of the uniform. But nobody said anything to them. So after the episode, Breen questioned whether male athletes would have been subjected to the same scrutiny, which is generally the question that comes up when these things happen. This seems to involve an individual making a judgment rather than necessarily a policy in this case, but it's obviously emblematic of a larger issue when women are being chastised for either refusing to wear revealing clothing or preferring to wear revealing clothing. I'm also feeling weird saying the word revealing because who decided that that's what it is? Yeah, like it's like what makes them comfortable to perform their sport. Exactly. You know, right. It's like saying that, like somebody who breastfeeds is being like revealing. It's like that's just because you told us boobs are sexy. (laughs) Yeah. And you can't possibly deviate. Something cannot be both sexy and also unsexy in certain like unsexified. Yeah. What do you you think the issue here is, if not, oh, we just want them to be able to compete safely and and to their highest level? I mean, controlling women's bodies, it's a, a millennial old past time. <laughs> it, the, the notion that like women are, are kind of exist as temptresses or that they, we are designed for consumption at all times. And if we're not consumable the way we're supposed to be consumable, either because we choose something that makes us feel comfortable that maybe, uh, because we're so frequently sexualized, men are like, oh my God, this is too much. Like, look at what she's doing. She's owning her body. This is terrible. Yeah. And the other side, it's like, well, you do have to look like a bunch of hotties at all times. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. to be clear, you can't do it for yourself. If you feel comfortable in it, then something's wrong. Your job is to be sexy to me at any given moment but not sexy to yourself at any given moment. That would be unfair. What? Totally. It, it really reminds me, like, honestly, of the, like, dress codes in schools. Right. Like, you just, anytime, because I'm sure, like, as, they're, as you know, the, the Paralympian Olivia was saying, you know, there are rules for what the men are wearing, too. And on paper, They probably look like, you know, everyone just has rules because, you know, we're in sports and there has to be like some uniformity. But when it comes down into practice, it's always going to be women who bear the brunt of like things actually being enforced or just having more rules. Like I remember Mm -hmm. at my high school, our dress code, it was like the list of things girls couldn't do. It was like a mile long. And the boys list was like, you can't have a gun on your shirt. Like, you <laughs> You're just going to stop there. You just can't have a gun. You do whatever else you want. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, you can't promote weapons. You can't have like swear words um, or like gang symbols. That was like all of what boys stuff was. And the girls stuff is like these micromanaged, like your shorts have to be exactly one inch beneath this. So you're a fingertip and like, da da da. And it's, it feels like it's the same thing, but in a, at a higher 
level. Right. It's it's like what Caitlin was saying. It's just women are and girls are always like held responsible for how other people decide to view them and consume them. So it's like, make sure you get through this checklist so that not a single man will be drawn to you. Like a kid can't possibly do like a, do long division if he can see your, your knee. Yeah. And I also think there's something to be said about the fact that it's like this handball team. There's like Caitlin was talking about, like they're supposed to be sexual. They're supposed yeah. to quote unquote be sexy. But then when we come to a Paralympian who has a disability, it's a huge problem for her to be showing her legs yeah. or wearing again, quote unquote, revealing clothing. But then these other athletes are expected to sexualize themselves. I think it's really interesting. Totally. And the reason I think that this is, this is precisely what you were saying is Olivia has cerebral palsy and I have to assume, and I was not able to, to confirm this today, but I have to assume that athletes in the Paralympics who maybe have like limb difference or sensory issues have to get some liberties with their uniforms. Like they, they have to. So to me, that just highlights the fact that Olivia was specifically targeted because somebody thought what she was doing was not appropriate. Like it wasn't, it wasn't in service of the sport. It wasn't because of a uniform thing. Um, I will certainly update you guys. If it turns out the Paralympians also have these insane um, requirements. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. I heard this morning that one swimmer can't go now because she can't bring her care assistant. There's a single care assistant for the entire Paralympic swim team. That seems very odd. Very <laughs> odd. Olympics. That seems a single care assistant. So, odd. like I said, I assume that there are accommodations for what people need to wear to be able to compete. But, but who knows? And this is obviously not the first two times this has happened related to athletics or even the Olympics. Last month, the International Swimming Federation effectively banned a type of swim cap designed for black hair. The founder of Soul Cap, the company who creates the swimwear, says they were told the caps were banned because they don't follow the natural form of the head. This reasoning specifically stigmatizes like circular. I guess so. I guess that black women don't with natural hair don't have normal heads is, is what that implication is. Um, the Federation <laughs> announced this. The reaction to this was very, very strong, obviously. And the Federation yeah. announced in early July it would revisit the rule after people complained. They have done they have done nothing yet. They have done nothing yet. And people were given these caps. They were very excited to use them. They make life a lot easier. And uh, the EU officials are now asking the, the IOC to intervene. And it sounds like this, in addition to some of the other stories we talked about today, is like there seems to be quite a patchwork. And I don't even know how much the IOC can help, but there are so many just like there are so many gatekeepers here. Yeah. To bring in the shape of the head is bad Uh, yeah yeah, i'm like oh we said shape of the head did we like that's That's not not normal head shape me okay (laughs) yes and this is like this is more than an issue of inclusivity experts say there's other layers here so a 2020 study found a link between systemic systematic exclusion from public pools and black youth being two and a half times more likely to die from drowning. So removing barriers to inclusion will like, will literally save lives. Uh, Danielle Obey, she's a woman who founded the black swimming association. She told the New York times, we want to be included. All we're asking for is to have the option to have a piece of equipment that has been designed to cater to the issue of our hair, which is significant barrier to our participation in aquatics as a whole. So Caitlin, is this a situation where like something made at the very top at the Olympic level will impact like millions and millions of people? Um, 
No, <laughs> sorry. The problem is, is uh, more like bottom up than it is top down. Uh, but it it is what this is is emblematic of the ways in which um, there's just no consideration for black people as human beings uh, throughout like anything that's particularly athletics where it's like uh, and when in uh, in pools and and water based athletics in particular um especially in the united states there's a very long a very specific history of uh blocking black people from access to water sources to learn how to swim um as you know the the systematic uh, exclusion from public pools uh says um and and famously uh, a bunch of basically everywhere below the mason dixon line uh either filled in closed or destroyed their public pools as soon as they had to desegregate um there is actually a lot of that including dump there's a, a very famous picture of a pool owner or uh, someone at a pool dumping acid on yes i've seen that picture who are swimming in the pool so you know for this to happen at the ioc level like i'm not surprised they've been particularly misogynoiristic uh as we we enter uh, this particular Olympic Games, and it it has not stopped with the the caps and and I mean black people and hair like that's a whole podcast unto itself. Like you could probably run an entire whole series on that. But for particularly black women, it's really exclusionary to not have something that can conform particularly to our natural hair. Which you know that's again it's a whole nother thing. But like the fact that there's we're treated as we're marginalized for leaving our hair as it grows out of our heads is the most insane. Like if you stop to think about it, it's like, oh no, 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 it's not the natural shape of a head. What who's the base what is happening? <laughs> like this is how my hair grows out of my head. You're telling me that's unnatural. Right? right? Like it has to be the natural shape of the head because it's per- the shape, natural because, because you have presented your head and that's its shape. Are <laughs> they suggesting that all all black people are robots? What do they say? Are we synthetic beings? <laughs> the world, how many looks does it take to get the center of a tootsie pop? No one in the world may never know. <laughs> it's really just it's very uh, transparent what's going on. And it just kind of goes to this like, bigger thing that we've been talking about about the olympics trying to like mandate what is and isn't normal and it always in interestingly enough it seems like they've decided that completely uh biolog like cis straight white people are normal and that's the only and everyone has to be uh checked with uh increasing rigor because now you can like scientifically check people for shit against this standard of what it seems like is just like a white European person. Yeah, the the one the other thing that's come up that I didn't put in here that I'm not sure if we address on the podcast, but it's it's only black women who are ever excluded because of like hormone tests that are determined to right like, like it's like it's like okay like what i'm not a woman what are you talking about like castor simonian numerous people have been blocked from black women have been blocked from competing because of this 
So our next topic is related to maintaining like cis white hegemony. I, I guess I didn't realize how international that is and that the uh, every Olympic, every international sports federation is, is also buying into that. But uh, they are doing so with Texas. So last week, the ACLU, Planned Parenthood and other women's health advocates, they're, they're the ones that are always jumping in when you hear, oh, my God, there's a new abortion law. Then usually within a couple of days, these guys, these ladies, these people, they jump in and they sue and eventually get it stopped. So that's what they're working on now on this really scary Texas abortion bill you might have heard of that allows citizens to sue anyone involved in helping a person get an abortion, whether it's their doctor, their Uber driver, their mom that drives them, anybody. The Texas law is supposed to go into effect in September, and it offers people a $10,000 reward if their lawsuit is successful. $10,000. The law also bans abortions after six weeks. I mean, classic. So that part is similar to other laws that have been struck down as unconstitutional, even though that's kind of the idea to trigger more legal challenges on the way up. But this law has Texas residents enforce it, not the Texas government. And I believe this is how they've tried to sort of evade future lawsuits. So with this, they're trying to evade the typical court challenges that block these laws in which a plaintiff can sue the government or a government official. Like a lot of times it'll be like Planned Parenthood versus Texas or maybe whoever the Texas health secretary is, a person in government. But in this case, uh, the law drags abortion providers and supporters into state courts. That's what the bill does. It basically changes the courthouse rules to make these lawsuits as costly and as burdensome as possible. For example, if you have like an ex-boyfriend in El Paso who hates you and he finds out you got an abortion, um, he can basically walk down to his local courthouse and sue your doctor who that you had in Houston who did your abortion. And that doctor would probably have to travel back and forth for the duration of the whole lawsuit, pay for their lawyers, pay for their travel. If they if the doctor wins the lawsuit, then they don't get any money back. But if they lose, they have to cover whoever sued all of their legal expenses and pay the ten thousand dollars. Which your boyfriend gets. Your boyfriend also gets $10,000. I feel like right? the thing, yeah, your boyfriend also gets $10,000. <laughs> I feel For like suing you. Yes. Bounties to Abusers Day feels like yep. entire. It's yep. crazy. It's, it's putting crazy. bounties on uteruses. This is a gift. Is what's happening. This is a <laughs> gift to abusers and to stalkers. An absolute gift. The government just endorsing, endorsing you. Uh, harassing and stalking whoever you want, whoever you want. I'm, and then I'm and then I'm certain that the, the government has laws where she can make sure that he pays his child support right on this baby that he is going to force her to have because otherwise he can sue her. She could. I'm sure that's a very easy I'm process. Sure I'm sure that that's very a easy. very easy process for her. And like the state will work really hard to make sure that this baby they forced her to have is cared for. I mean, honestly, if they put the the ten grand have, having to go into a trust for future baby that they've now <laughs> made possible, then I would have said, well, you know what, that's a fucked law, but at least it has a kind of logic to it. As other than we need to punish women for having abortions, instead it's like we need to incentivize women to not have abortions, which is you know is is also terrible i think that people should be allowed to have autonomy and make decisions about their lives and their well-being and the futures that they'd like to have for themselves and whether or not those futures include children all on their own and people with uteruses should not be trapped by our uteruses this is bizarre and insane but they can't incentivize by paying everybody because then then they would have to pay black and brown mothers too and they don't want black and brown babies so they have to do this worse 
Well, if that's the exact thing, it's like if they have ten thousand dollars that they can just give out to people, then why don't you just give women ten thousand dollars to not have an abortion? If that's what like cut out the middleman here. And if that's what you want to do is give people ten thousand dollars, then just offer these mothers ten thousand dollars. That seems like a much more fucking direct way to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I mean, I think that a person might still want to have an abortion, even if you offer them $10,000 and they should be able to do so. But if we're giving people $10,000, let's go right, you know, to the source Mm -hmm, here. mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, that's not going to be worth it because children cost about a quarter million dollars over their 18 years. Yeah. Um, So... It, that is a down payment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's an investment in baby. It would, it would be, but it would be a massive change for our government to actually start incentivizing childbirth in a way that actually supports parenthood. Mm-hmm. I want to be like as expansive as possible there because obviously, disproportionately, it's people with uteruses who are are carrying and having the children. <laughs> so it's only people with uteruses who can do that. But it's still talking about what it means to support a child through society, a thing that we don't do and is just recently started to happen with the money from the child credits. And it's so obviously transparently about punishing women that they have set up a an informal or a state sponsored bounty hunting system to punish women or punish uterus havers who do not conform to their beliefs about what we should be doing with said uteruses. Right. And if you know about this law in Texas, I think, oh my God, think about how lonely an experience that would be if you are going to get an abortion and you just, you feel like you can't trust anybody. You can't tell anybody because what if they tell the police or go down to the courthouse or whatever. Yeah. And it's also like you can't even really share with the people closest to you who you trust because you don't want to implicate them because now oh my God. Oh my if God. you even if you have a mom who, you know, would support you 100 percent. It's like I can't ask my mom to drive me to this clinic, even though she would, because now my psycho ex can sue my mom and can sue like, uh, do I even want to call an Uber because mm-hmm. they can sue my Uber, the person who drove me. And like it's forcing you to like keep it as either implicate people you love Mm -hmm. or, you know, go as fly as solo as you can humanly possible do it. Be as alone as possible. I mean, is Texas is Uber in Texas going to like include a option when you go to get an Uber? Like, are you getting on your way to an abortion? I'm sorry. We can't help you. I mean, but but like, what if a woman wants to get dropped off at a Planned Parenthood or whatever? And like Uber, like an Uber driver is like, you know what? I mean, they don't really have any clinics in Texas, but let's say this Uber driver, you know, isn't super educated about where abortion clinics are. And a woman's trying to go to a women's health clinic. Mm -hmm. It's like they might not even pick you up. Yeah. Because if they think you're going to get an abortion, they're not going to like bring you. The most important thing is to make sure that the address is of the taco place next door. Yeah, that way you're always getting dropped off at the restaurant and you're never being dropped off for your own. That's how that is smart. That's scary that you have to think about. But that's it. It's too. That's what it is. It's all about creating these barriers and impediments, creating fear and distrust, isolating uterus havers from from exercising our choices over our bodies and our organs. I, I, it's bizarre to me that we have to have this argument about whether or not someone 
even if they're in completely innocent, like can use your body to sustain themselves. Like that is the most insane thing in the world. Oh my God. We have this discussion. Like if I kidnapped a five-year-old and I use them for dialysis, it doesn't mean it's okay. Like, oh, well, I mean, but is it so bad? Because the five-year-old, I mean, come on, they have healthy kidneys. You Mm -hmm. don't, is it okay to just kidnap children and use them as dialysis machines? (laughs) All lives matter. All of a sudden, I'm a grown-ass woman. I don't want to have a baby. All of a sudden, the baby's like, well, I'm sorry, I have to come before you, even though you don't want your organs doing this. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, the, just the the concepts that all of this stems from, which is just that like anybody is anybody is hurt in a legal sense by me having a, a person with the uterus having an abortion is just nuts. And I feel like there are there are there are harder scams that earn people less money. Like people could professionalize this. Like people could make a job out of this. Like people could earn tens, hundreds of thousands of dollars a year yes. by being fucking abortion bounty hunters because it's the easiest way they can make ten thousand dollars. Honestly, feels to me. I know that everything comes back to civil war. I did feel in Battle <laughs> Cry Freedom. It's eight hundred sixty pages. Um, <laughs> but it feels super fugitive slave law to me. It feels very much yes. like your autonomy doesn't matter. There's no rule. There's no boundary that's going to make you human there. You have to leave the country in order to safely exercise your rights as a human being. Like this is creating an an entire tier, this entire bounty system that's going to incentivize men, cis men in particular. I want to shout out to all you. Cis men in particular to be as abusive controlling, despotic, tyrannical as possible over the girls and women in their lives. And for those who don't fit neatly into that gender space of, of femininity, it's going to be even harder. And I, I just got to say, like, we got to we got to break the back of this kind of shit. It's it's unacceptable. Mm hmm. Yeah. Real dark, real dark. That is our show today. Until the end of democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman. I'm Elise Morales. I'm Caitlin Bird. And this has been the Betches Up Podcast. Bye. The Betches Sup Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore Sup on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And send us your emails to suppod at Betches.com. Betches.